Warning, the podcast Under the Stairs is not safe for work. We'll feature movie spoilers and language which most listeners may find offensive. Brought to you in conjunction with Legion Podcast Network. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode number 45. I'm your host Duncan McLeish and welcome to the show. Bonus episode number 45 is the Challenge Teapots series. But this time we are looking at another movie club. This is Challenge Teapots August 2017 and the second ever movie club selection. Now this time around I've decided to continue with the foreign language movie theme and to maybe take things in a less serious matter. Um, The previous movie we discussed was Three Extremes. Um, It's not exactly the feel-good movie of the year. Uh, In fact some of those segments are quite gruesome. So I decided to change the pace and go for what I class as just a fucking enjoyable movie. Um, We're going to be discussing Time Crimes from 2007 directed by Nacho Vigalondo. Um, Now if this is your first time checking out a Challenge Teapots episode then you may be wondering what the fuck is going on. Um, If this is your first time checking out a Challenge Teapots segment with a movie club in it then you will really be wondering what the fuck is going on but quite simply challenge teapots is the segment that we do that you guys get full control over yeah essentially i put out ideas and then you guys respond to those ideas um and we we record an episode around it they proved to be a ton of fun in the past. Last month I started Movie Club with the simple premise that there are a lot of really great movies that I really want to discuss but everyone's sick of just hearing what I want to think. I want to hear what you guys think. Um, So we do that, we pick a movie, everyone gets their say. This is the initial episode where I will do a mini review of the movie. I'll do a short recorded introduction to the movie, kind of telling you what to look out for. You will then hit pause on the episode, go away and watch the movie, hear my review and then counter with your own review, which can be sent in by email to podcastunderthestairs at gmail.com or you can record um, an audio review of the movie. Um, They need to be in for no later than Friday the 25th of August. So you need to make sure that your reviews of Time Crimes are in then and the episode will drop on Monday the 28th of August. Just a couple of days ahead of the fantastic Teapot's anniversary. Four years of podcasts under the stairs coming on um, Thursday the 31st of August. So yeah, <laughs> that is coming. Um, tomorrow, uh, we'll see the edit, the massive edit 
the undertaking that I have to do um, with regards to recording and editing down the 1973 episode of the podcast Under the Stairs Summer Teapot's Top 10 and that'll be going out on Monday and then God willing we will have um, the, the Baz V Takashi Miki episode drop on Thursday if it doesn't come out on Thursday you will instead get 1974 in the Teapot's Top 10 and then the following Monday you'll get Baz V Takashi Miki so you see what I'm doing over the next couple of weeks we're going to have two episodes dropping a week just because there's so much content and so little time to get all that stuff out before we start piecing together and collaborating for Baz V Halloween so tons and tons and tons of stuff coming up on the podcast under the stairs can I just say thank you very much for everyone who has been sending all the all the feedback we've been getting participating on the Facebook group page which has been bitching lovely and some of the fantastic reviews we've been getting in through iTunes recently that's been really cool and um, if you're checking us out through Apple Podcasts please leave us a rating and review over there it doesn't cost you anything and it means the world to us and it really does help promote the podcast under the stairs right I have talked enough I'm going to jump out just now this is a short bonus episode you're going to hear promos for shows that I love you're going to hear the trailer for Time Crimes from 2007 when I return, I'm going to give you a short introduction as to what you should expect when you watch the movie. I'll be back to do that right after this. This is a distress call from across time and space. I am Babs the automated biological support system for the humanoid known as the Witch. Witch vs the Doomsday Clock is the weekly chronicle of his fight for survival and entertainment on the junk heap of the future. Episodes are transmitted in 15 minute pulses across the dimensional divide weekly for your listening pleasure. As you will learn, the future is not set in stone, and a flux capacitor is a girl's best friend. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and on your Android device. Come join the rest of the Meat Popsicles in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash witch vs the doomsday clock. The replicant known as witch can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr and Instagram by searching for T-H-E-W-Y-C-H. The Witch vs the Doomsday Clock is a proud member of the Legion Podcast Network. Now in the words of Lord Humongous. Just walk away, and there will be an end to the horror. Has viajado en el tiempo. 
and welcome back. So you just heard the trailer for Time Crimes from 2007 or in its Spanish tongue Los Cronos Criminales. Um, Once again, apologies, uh, Scottish tongue, not always the greatest at doing foreign language um, names. Uh, which is why I'm going to struggle with the cast here. Cara Elijaldi, uh, Candela Fernandez, Barbara Gonega, uh, Nacho Vigalondo stars as um, a scientist and a cameo in this movie, and Juan Incariati. I think that is terrible pronunciation for that name. Apologies. Can't stress that enough. Apologies, apologies. Um, Synopsis for this movie is a man accidentally gets into a time machine and travels back in time nearly an hour. Finding himself will be the first of a series of disasters and unforeseenable uh, consequences. So, why did I choose Time Crimes as the movie for this second movie club? Well, um, I quite like the idea of continuing foreign language. I, I thought we all did really well with Three Extremes and it was really cool hearing some people who had never experienced uh, some of the Asian cinema sending in reviews and, and letting me know what they thought of them. Uh, Time Crimes is Spanish. It's a Spanish um, kind of sci-fi horror black comedy, really. I, I kind of class it more as a comedy, but... I've heard people say that it's it's not really, it just depends what your disposition is or, or how funny you, you find things in general. Um, the, the, the very loose synopsis is listed there, kind of covers things. Um, I will say that the setup to the movie, like the first, maybe up to the first 10 minutes, is not the best, but once it starts going, it's it's uh, it's a fucking great movie. Absolutely love this one. So uh, yeah, so movie club is really really simple. What you will do is you will listen to me talk a little bit about this movie at the start, and um, then I will take a break. You will hit pause. You'll go away, check the movie out. Then when you you hit play on the podcast at the end of the movie, you'll hear my mini review of it, and then you will in turn send in your mini review either agreeing with me or completely disagreeing with me because that is a thing you can completely disagree with me if you do not like this movie then please tell me you do not like this movie and tell me why you do not like this movie but what we like to do at the start here is kind of point out things that are notable now 2007 interesting year for Spanish horror Um, and and Spanish movies in general I think at the time what we had was a kind of resurgence of of kind of Spanish movies coming back out. 2007 saw the release of Wreck, which essentially re-solidified the position that Spain can put out some pretty amazing, gritty-feeling horror movies. And, you know, Wreck was almost seen as like a, like a renaissance of um, very much like we went through France and the, the kind of mid... 2000s and then we moved over to Spain right after that and we got things like Wreck and Sleep Tight um, and, and you know the, the Spanish language stuff really became quite popular again kind of championed off the back of Guillermo del Toro who um, put himself down as executively producing a lot of Spanish language stuff not in particularly coming from Mexico but more coming from you know Spain itself you get such great movies as Orphanage um, and to be honest with you it had been an interesting area for, for horror 
even before that, um, a lot of people don't necessarily know, but the movie The Others, starring Nicole Kidman, is technically a Spanish movie as well. It was a Spanish production. Um, we got really interesting entries, um, which came out as well, which weren't fully horror, uh, if you know what I mean. But, you know, uh, we got um, Buried, I think, came out 2009-2010 with Ryan Reynolds, which is a really traumatising movie to watch, to be fair. Um, and Nacho Vigalondo did this movie. I think this is his first feature. He's known for a lot of short movies. Um which, you know, he, he he's a big fan of doing... I think one of his releases actually recently was a collection of his kind of shorts that he'd made, but um, what, what you get is uh, after this you get, like, comedies, he put a segment in, I think, A for Apocalypse on the ABCs of Death is his... Um, he did Parallel Monsters and VHS Viral. He did that movie with Sasha Gray and Elijah Wood, um, Open Windows. I think that was a couple of years ago, so maybe 2014, 2015. And this year, he uh, put out a movie called Colossal, which I saw at the cinema and I, I thought it was really, 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 really good. Uh, I, tonally a bit strange at times. I didn't really know where he wanted to go fully with the tone, but it was a... a kind of massive kaiju movie but with this really interesting twist it's a very 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 strange movie to classify one of the weirdest movies i've seen this year um, and it must have had a huge budget so he has continued to to climb um up on the ladder of success and budget but jumping back to time time crimes is a i i think it would be difficult to argue that time crimes had like a big budget at all um I think from from what from what IMDb says, and we always take that with a pinch of salt, uh, the budget was about two point five, two point six million, um, for the movie, and you know, <laughs> I don't know if that's if that includes things like marketing. I would probably assume so. It, it doesn't feel like a ton of money went into it because it's very sparse on location and very sparse on cast. Um, but what it really does well, and I'll get into it more in detail um, when we do the review after the, the, the intermission, is that I think it it kind of stands out as there's a lot of movies that use kind of time travel. I think at times when you use time travel, you are in danger with the audience of having people think about it too much and when they think about it they realise that certain things you've done don't make sense um, and I don't get that and have never got that watching Time Crimes I've always thought that the story is really 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 well written um, and there's almost a, a causality loop um, like a paradox of A leads to B leads to C leads to A that is handled really well in, in the movie, I mean, in, in, incredible actually. Um, what what I like about it as well is there is a kind of Hitchcockian element to the the kind of mystery that unfolds over time of us seeing things from one perspective, then seeing it from another perspective, and then from another perspective that gives you insight to the original perspective. So look out for those things. Um, I think what what the the big selling point for this, as if you're watching this one, is sit back. Um, get some popcorn, shove this movie on and enjoy the ride. It's mental, it, it goes all over the place, 
it's not too ridiculously cookie, but it does have a really good sense of humour at the central point. It does have a couple of really jarring standout sort of yeah, some of the scenes, the imagery in this movie at times, like the one-shot scenarios, uh, specifically with the, with the guy in the pink bandages, are quite jarring the first time you see it. Um, but the longer you get into it, it just really works very, very, very well. So yeah, that, that's that's my my uh, intro to this movie. So what you're going to do now is you're going to hit pause um, on your player. Um, I'm going to take a break. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear a little musical interlude. Uh, and when we return, you will get my review of Time Crimes. So ladies and gents, if you've never seen the movie before or you're playing along at home, you want to hit pause um, before I come back with my review. And I'm going to be back right after this. Badasses, Boobs, and Body Counts is a weekly podcast that discusses grindhouse and exploitation cinema. Your three hosts, Mike. It's a quick... <laughs> Thank you, come again. Not racist at all. Mark. If you bend over and you have what is essentially a pubic cottontail coming out of the crack of your ass, you need to do some goddamn grooming. And listener favorite, Iris. I do not have sex with that horse. <laughs> will make you question your own political correctness while laughing at theirs. Episodes drop every Sunday and can be found by searching BB and BC Podcasts via Libsyn, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and iHeartRadio. You can also listen to episodes directly from the show's website at badassesboobsandbodycounts.com.
welcome back. Right, um, so hopefully you've all seen the movie. It was Time Crimes from 2007, Los Chronocriminales, as it's written on IMDb. Uh, right, my review of this movie. Well, like I said at the start, I kind of love this movie. I think it is a whole hell of a lot of fun. I've seen many movies that try and do um, time travel, and I always feel that after... <laughs> After about five minutes after the movie's finished, I kind of sit there going, no, if he did that, how does... No, that doesn't make any sense. No, no. That's... And then I enjoy it less. But during the actual run of the movie, I'm all about it. I'm enjoying it. I'm with it. I think it's great. So I think this movie doesn't suffer from that problem at all. I, I don't think... I think because it's a really simple premise. Um, so the the in more detail, the synopsis, for those that maybe aren't playing along... Um, we have this guy called Hector, him and his wife have moved into a newish house which they're doing up, um, redecorating etc. Hector's in his back garden with his binoculars, he looks through them and he sees a woman um, undressing in the back kind of woods uh, and decides to go and investigate what's going on. When he goes up there he finds what he thinks is the same woman naked and either unconscious or dead on the ground and when he goes in to examine he's stabbed in the arm by a pair of scissors which um, those pair of scissors are being held by a really sinister looking guy in this kind of almost military trench coat and pink bandages wrapped around his face. He's stalked by this guy until he eventually finds so, uh, kind of solitude or solace um, in this building. This, science building which he breaks into uh, and contacts a guy with a walkie-talkie who tells him to come up to this silo place where he runs up there he's still being pursued by the guy with the bandages this scientist tells him to jump into this machine and he will hide him in there when the guy jumps in the machine he is zapped back in time exactly one hour um, the the scientist who is played by Nacho Vigalondo tells him whatever you do just stay here, we need the look to be the same again, you need to come back here, don't interrupt the timeline and everything will work out fine and once you've zapped back in time you can come out of the room that you're in and everything will will go back as normal but if you mess with the timeline you have a very good chance of, of not existing beyond the events of tonight. Um, but of course our man starts to get involved and we find out the interactions that he is doing are actually the interactions that Hector at the very start goes through. So when things are explained to him, there is a particular diagram that's drawn by the scientists, which we had saw earlier in a later time frame. Now, the timeline thing is going to get really confusing with explanation. So to make things easy, Hector 1, as he's called in the movie, is the original Hector we meet. Hector 2 is the one that goes back in time for the first time. Now, I say for the first time because... We're doing some time travel in this movie. Hector 2 realises after after um, <laughs> trying to leave the complex and injuring his head um, that he needs to put bandages which were wrapped around his arm around his face which turn pink with the blood. Hence, Hector 2 is the man with the, the bandage head. Um, so uh, Hector 2 must create all the scenarios that Hector 1 saw at the beginning in order to push him back into the time machine. 
which the movie does very, very well, but we're seeing everything this time from the point of view of Hector 2 as opposed to the point of view of Hector 1. Um, until we realised that during um, Hector 2 trying to make amends with the woman who he makes undress, he inadvertently kills his wife. Um, so decides that he needs to go back again in time to set things up in a particular way which will stop the events happening which will save his wife. Um, so he goes back in time thus creating Hector 3. Now it turns out this had already happened because the scientist was already aware of it. So Hector 3's job is to basically make sure that Hector 2 does everything he needs to do, Hector 1 does everything he needs to do, but he saves his wife at the end. Um, the twist being that he finds the woman who <laughs> um, is forced undressed earlier on in the movie, cuts her hair to resemble his wife and then puts her in a position that she is the one that actually dies and not his wife, thus setting off the chain of events which kick off everything as is, and thus the movie ends with Hector and his wife sitting, um, staring out to the back garden. Hector completely dishevelled, face all cut up and bruised and swollen, um, uh, staring out into the night. I fucking love this movie. I think it is so much fun. The actor that plays Hector is blissfully clueless, and the more he thinks he is fixing things the more he is actually hurting things but at the same time him hurting things are actually setting up the scenarios that Hector 1 gets into at the very beginning. The writing of it is great. This movie unfolds like a proper mystery and the more we find out about it from the other Hector's perspectives and um, the more you start to really think What's going on? What's the big picture? And it's not until the very end of the movie that you get the full image of what has happened from start to finish. Um, that kind of quirky dark sense of humour runs right through it quite a bit, uh, particularly because Hector is a bit of a haphazard character. He's not your usual typical um, protagonist in a movie. He's playing protagonist and antagonist, so the dual role of the character, the panic that sets him when he realises that he needs to do things at certain places at certain times to facilitate the original Hector's going through the time machine to begin with is brilliant. I think it is wonderfully done. I think um, what you also have as well, like I say, any movie that tries to, to run down multiple kind of versions of the same event but from different angles is always something that is going to be difficult and it works really well with indie movies. I remember um, a particular indie movie called Primer which about melted my face the first time I watched it but on sub subsequent viewings the more I've come to love it. I think it's an incredibly made movie and one that actually takes time care and consideration to the time travel in it and uh, Vigalondo does very much that in this movie. Um, I also think that whilst not necessarily being a gruesome movie, uh, what, what qualifies as a horror movie is just some of the imagery. The The first time we are introduced to the kind of the mysterious trench coat bandage wearing assailant with a pair of scissors stalking Hector there's a particular, there's one scene in fact which like the first time I saw it I remember actually just going what the fuck um, and it's when Hector's looking through his binoculars trying to find 
the attacker and he sees uh, ostensibly Hector 2 with his back to him turning around fake looking through a pair of binoculars and it's just wonderfully bizarre so so strange uh, when taken out of context it's explained later on in the movie which kind of gives it that that humour that I was talking about in the first instance it has that sort of Spanish horror films always tend to end and I always tend to want to go fuck yeah when they end I don't know why they just they have a wonderful pacing about them and this movie is no exception to that it ends just wonderfully and yeah I, I, I don't really know what else I want to say about the movie except I think it's woefully underrated woefully underseen uh, but those that have seen it I've never heard anyone say that they dislike this movie so hopefully, and I know from posting it on the Facebook group page, quite a few of our peeps out there have seen this one, so I'm looking forward to hearing their reviews. But if you have never seen Time Crimes before and this was your first time, this is where you want to get involved with the show. So what I'm looking for you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is I want you to review this movie. And it can either be reviewed by email, uh, written, to podcastunderthestairs at gmail.com um, or you can send in an audio clip so if you've got a phone or any recording equipment record yourself reviewing the movie and send it into podcastunderthestairs at gmail.com or send it by way of private message on Facebook to myself same with your reviews if you don't want to send it by email type it up on Facebook and ping it over to me by private message you have until Friday the 25th of August to get them in so we're talking about two weeks time from now so please 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 get involved with this one um, and let me know if your intention is to do one uh, I got a bit panicked last time that I heard from no one so I was like no one's doing anything so fuck this um, I'll keep posting about it on the page anyway just to remind you I'm not looking for much a couple of paragraphs at the most and you need you need to give it a Facebook um, sorry a Netflix grade um, so I'll let you know that my grade for Time Crimes is uh, 4.5 out of 5 um, I only really knock it down because the start the first like 10 minutes is a little bit slow um, and, and not it's a bit clumsy, but the rest of the movie I think is is damn near perfect for for an indie movie. I think it does um, it does everything right. So I need a Netflix grade from you at the bottom, a one through five. You know the drill, peeps. Right, I'm gonna take my final break of the show. When I come back, I'm closing it out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode number 45. This is Challenge Teapots, August 2017, and our second ever movie club. And you've heard me give an introduction and then a review of our selection for this month, which is Nacho Vigalondo's Time Crimes 
from 2007. So please, please, please get your entries in and we'll put them on a special bonus episode at the end of the month. Now, you may have heard me say at the start of this episode that the podcast Under the Stairs has an anniversary coming up this month. It's true, it's true. Podcast Under the Stairs turns four years old, the grand old age of four. Very few podcasts in our world uh, make this illustrious year uh, and carry on much beyond it so it'll be interesting to see how much longevity is left in this show um, but yeah so we're celebrating our fourth anniversary on the 31st of August which means like I do every year I need your help dear listener the anniversary shows are really driven by yourselves and uh, the more input you put into the show um, the more output comes out at the end. And what I'm looking from you is the usual well wishes, uh, share your fav- favourite teapots moment over the last year, um, any stories, anything that you want. I will be checking out for questions because we will have a Baz Interviews Duncan segment. We do that annually. I've got the very delightful Jamie J. Salmons coming on to do a movie review on that anniversary episode as well. So we're going to talk about a movie which hasn't been announced yet, but I'm just going to say it's going to be a huge movie um, and one that I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast Under the Stairs Forever that I haven't had. Um, and if I was going to do that, I would want uh, Jamie on the show with me. It's been a wee while since she's been on. I'm looking forward to having her back Under the Stairs for a bit of a chat and a review of that movie. So yeah, the anniversary show is coming up at the end of the month, but you can get your voicemails, your well wishes, um, your anecdotal stories, or anything that you want to to put in for play on that show, and as soon as possible, there'll be a cut-off date for that one as well. That cut-off date will probably be Monday the 28th um, of August, so plenty of time, but once again, don't all leave it to the very end. Some people have a tendency to do that, then they panic and then they say they've forgotten. So if you want to send us well wishes, podcast under the stairs um, at gmail.com, audio or written, get them in, and um, I'll be online in the next week or so asking for your questions for, for the, the question segment that we have every single year. Four fantastic years, and all thanks to you, the listeners. Uh, there's a multitude of ways to check out the podcast under the stairs. The primary one that I push is Apple Podcasts. And if you're checking us out over there, please subscribe to our feed. It means you get access to the new episodes as and when they drop. But you also get access to the entire back catalogue. If you're checking us out over there, please rate us and review us. It means the world to us. The more ratings we get, the higher up the iTunes charts we are positioned for people to find us. But those reviews really sell the show. It tells people why they should check out podcasts under the stairs. So if you've not done it, please, please, please do it. It doesn't cost you anything. only takes a couple of minutes and really helps the show. Also, you can check us out on Stitcher Smart Radio. You can check us out on the TuneIn app, on SoundCloud and Google Play. Um, The podcast Under the Stairs has a fantastic Facebook group page, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Cast. Every Thursday night UK time, I go live. I live stream for Thursday Thursdays, so come across and be a part of that. They are always a ton of fun. Uh, please visit our website teapotscast.com you can visit that website teapotscast.com and at the bottom of the page sign up for our newsletter Um, we usually do a competition every newsletter that goes out the most recent one was to win two of Bazzi's DVDs uh, Myron Schmidt 
won one copy. He won El Super Bisto uh, for Rob Zombie and Big Dino Martin won Tusk. Uh, commiserations to both of them because we didn't like those movies but yeah the Basil signed them and they'll be out in the next couple of weeks thank you for taking part in that newsletter competition super easy to sign up for always a ton of fun and there's always going to be prizes on every newsletter so sign up that way you will not miss an opportunity to win something from the podcast under the stairs Um, yeah the twin prongs of social media sexiness, Twitter and Instagram, admin by the bias can both be checked out by going to either platform and typing in at teapotscast. Come across and join us here. Interact with the bias. The podcast under the stairs will return on Monday. On Monday, I return with 1973, the fourth episode in our top 10 summer run of shows, looking at the ultimate top 10 list of 70s horror. Um, as selected by the podcast under the stairs my guests using our Noah's Ark rules 10 movies enter each week only two can go on to the final it's 1973 heavy hitters abound ladies and gents I'll be joined by the fantastic Bo Ransdell Um, and then hopefully on the Thursday we will have the Baz returning for Baz v Takashimiki his first Master of Horror episode where you look at one missed call and audition um, if that show doesn't drop then, it will drop the following Monday and on Thursday next week instead you will get 1974 in our summer top 10 run. Okay, I've said all I need to. Uh, please, please, please take care of yourselves out there and take part in Challenge Teapots. Uh, this is the this is the listener driven part that we do every single month and your participation makes sure that we continue doing it. Um, so yeah I look forward to hearing what everyone thought of Time Crimes um, and we will get to everything that you thought of that movie uh, when we drop our bonus episodes on the 28th of August where we will do the closing part um, of this movie club and keep your eyes peeled for future movie clubs they are going to be coming thick and fast so many movies that are out there that I want to discuss with you the listeners out there and get your take on on what you thought of them but until I speak to you on Monday with Bo, please take care of yourselves wherever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from Under the Stairs, signing off. Many ways, many days, many faces down the line. When people whisper, it makes her nervous. It's you from the airport, you're dressed in most letters. Several days I just might move one day